Ladies and gentlemen, you are going to be thrown against the rope, slammed through a table, and come begging back for more as the ringmasters, Adrian Heaton and Sean Bradley, keep you up to date on all current events with pro wrestling. Welcome, listeners. This is another episode of the Ringmasters. My name's Adrian Heaton. And this is Sean Bradley. And tonight we're going to talk about another week on Raw and um, continue to talk about the build-up to Extreme Rules on Sunday. Sean? Uh, Raw was live from St. Louis, Missouri. It was Monday, April 28th. Uh, we're less than a week away from Extreme Rules, mm-hmm. uh, six days. Mm-hmm. Uh, the event takes place at the IZOD Center in East Rutherford, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Uh, to start out the show, we had uh, John Cena. Uh, uh, they had a steel cage set up yeah. around the ring, and John Cena yeah. came to the ring. And we're he... opened with quite a bang this this uh, past Monday night. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we, whenever the, the show starts with a big steel cage already dropped down on top of the ring, you know that there's going to be an interesting promo to follow. Well, and I think... I think this time it was more of a metaphor, kind mm-hmm. of, because yeah, yeah. last week Cena had to take on the entire group, the entire Wyatt family, and yeah. he was asking, why did, why did they do Yeah, the fans voted, and they voted for him to take on all three. I mean, mm-hmm. that was kind of putting him on a suicide mission there. I mean, he got, his, he got beat up pretty bad. And that's what I said last week. I said, the Wyatts just, or the fans just want to see the Wyatts beat him up, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And he was like, well, why did you, why did you leave me to the slaughter? They have a real love-hate relationship with John Cena. I mean, he is the oh. hero, but people just like to put him through the ringer like that. Yeah. And, uh... So Cena was in the ring, and he was talking and trying to ask the fans why, and, you know, commenting on how they, you know, they're all sucked into the Wyatt family, that they're mm-hmm. being manipulated and, and uh, influenced by, by the Wyatt family. And in response, I mean, Bray Wyatt comes out, oh, the lights went down, and uh, a bunch of children... Yeah, he had a, a children's choir singing. The, uh, he's got the whole world in his hands and, and variations bizarre. of that song. And it was really bizarre. First you hear this one child's voice singing it, and you're like, where's that coming from? Yeah. And then you hear, and then the lights come up, and then a whole group of them are singing it, and, and the first, Wyatt's commanding them. At and, first it was kind of funny, you know, and all the kids were coming out. But yeah. then after they got all around the ring, the lights went on again. And, yeah. And they put comes, on the sheep mask. Come back up, and they're all wearing sheep masks. That like, was uh, really bizarre. Like one of the Wyatt family, one of the one of the guys wears. Yeah, like uh, Luke Harper wears. Luke Harper, yeah, wears wears that yeah. wears that really creepy lamb ma- or sheep mask into mm-hmm. the ring, and so all these kids have these sheep masks on, and John Cena was stunned. Yeah, he was freaked out. Just I think like a lot said, of people were watching it. They're just like, "That's creepy." It kind of built off what he was yeah. saying about the audience being corrupted, and yeah. uh, Bray Wyatt sitting there in his rocking chair with a little little kid with a sheet mask <laughs> on his lap, just laughing, laughing like ridiculous. Like, here's the corruption right and it, here, and it's funny too because John Cena. It gets to the point of John Cena. He makes he's like the leader of Make a Wish, man. Yeah, he's got the most Make a Wishes ever. Yeah, he really got home with John Cena. I mean, he was really he was speechless because mm-hmm. the kids that he's supposed to be like a hero to are. You know, falling under this spell for, of for a while, they couldn't even get him to cut a promo backstage. He was so distraught from the yeah. children. Very weird. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll yeah, see. Yeah, they're gearing up for that cage match at Extreme Rules, so you know we'll see what happens there. It's going to yeah. be a lot of mind games. Yep. Uh, so the first match of the night was uh, Usos versus Ryback. So, huh? mm-hmm. uh-huh. um, we had uh, kind of an injury, a couple of different injury angles playing out through this match. Yeah. Uh, Jay had an injured leg, and Jimmy had an injured ankle. <laughs> yeah. And they did this injury spot Those poor where Usos. I know. Where the the medical trainer was tr- trying to attend to one of them, and and uh, uh, it was kind of this cool underdog story where with the story of the match was mm-hmm. that they were the underdogs, and and uh, they're your champions, but that's kind of beside the point. If you want to have a good story, that's kind of a way to have a good story, and, and uh, they won. Uh, the Usos, the Usos won. Pulling out despite the injury. I mean, they came mm-hmm. flying through the ropes. Uh, one of them fell on his ankle. Yeah, re exacerbated the injury. Yeah, ref was checking on him. You weren't sure if the match was going to continue, but they came in and finished it off. Uh-huh. Took out Ryback, so which are a couple of big dudes. I mean, yeah. Curtis Axel and Ryback. Yeah, 
power powerhouses we haven't seen a match announced for extreme rules between the two teams which i don't know if we will uh they've already got seven matches on the card right um maybe we will i don't have a tag team match yeah yeah that's a shame um next we had just a short this short weird segment with Sheamus and Titus O'Neil. Sheamus and mm-hmm. Titus O'Neil were supposed to have a match together, but Titus O'Neil came out and attacked Sheamus, and then he attacked him, and then that was it. Mm-hmm. Like he, well, I lied. Sheamus he beat him with the bro kick, but yeah. like it, it was, was just a, a short, match. real quick segment where you didn't even know what was going on, and it was over. Yeah, such a quick match. Yeah, um, but yeah, then you know the big talk of the night was Hugh Jackman coming mm-hmm. out of the Raw for the second time. Yeah. Um, last time he was on Raw, he punched out Dolph Ziggler, which mm-hmm. was pretty cool. So yeah. in, in true, true WD form, uh, Dolph Ziggler introduced him tonight. And they, they actually, you they know. They were actually getting along yeah. quite a, quite well until Damien Sandow came out dressed up as Magneto. Dressed up as Magneto. Was, it was awesome. Just, uh, it was pretty funny. I and mean, he tried to use. Tried to use magnetism. These guys just made fun too. of him and yeah. eventually they beat him up, you know. Yeah, it was great. Him, but, you know. It was pretty funny. <laughs> Damien Sandow. To give Damien Sandow credit, he had like total conviction with the, the whole thing. He like yeah, acting goofy, but come yeah, on. yeah, he's a good you personality. Know. It was pretty great. Mm-hmm. Uh, next, we had uh, Jack Swagger versus Antonio Cesaro. Yeah, which this was, is this su- was a grudge match. It was, but it was supposed to happen on SmackDown. It mm-hmm. didn't happen on SmackDown. They moved it to uh, Raw mm-hmm. on Monday. This was a grudge match. Former tag team partners gone astray. Mm-hmm. Cesaro is now being managed by Paul Heyman. Jack Swagger, of course, still managed by Zeb Coulter. Mm-hmm. And you know, I think the real rivalry here is, is you know Cesaro and uh, Jack Swagger, obviously rivals in the ring, but. Uh, yeah. Paul Heyman and Jeff Coulter seem to hate each other. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Paul Heyman comes up during this match, grabs Coulter's beard, and yep. starts fighting him. I mean, are we going to see a match between the two of them? No, that'd be God, funny. No. That'd no, be funny. Uh, they do that once in a while. I know? wouldn't want to see that. <laughs> I want to see Cesaro and and Swagger. Yeah. Or go at it. And yeah. The clients. Yeah, that'd be great. Know? That'd be that'd be great. It's gonna it's a good match. You know, the two are very powerful, very agile. Uh, we um, had uh, kind of RVD's involvement in this was where Paul Heyman last week he got he. He said that, mm-hmm. uh, uh, I guess, drawing on Paul Heyman and Rob Van Dam's past. Right, they're passing ECW, ECW, yeah. Uh, they kind of came into heads, mm-hmm. and and uh, now we're going to see RVD versus Cesaro versus Jack Swagger in a right. triple threat match. I mean, Street Paul Heyman warned Cesaro, watch out for this guy. You know, mm-hmm. and Everyone knows Paul Heyman. Well, he's managed some greats, you know, including Brock Lesnar, who, as he keeps reminding us, ended the Undertaker's streak <laughs> of WrestleMania yeah. for, like, the second week in a row. He's, mm-hmm. he's, he's Constantly uh, responding that. to that. But, uh, yeah. You know, I mean, I, I don't know. Cesaro's got something. He's, you know, he's everyone loves Cesaro. It's kind of weird that he's working with Heyman like that. Mm-hmm. You know, you've so. got I don't know. I I was saying to you when we were watching it. Uh, you've got Cesaro who who was supposed to be he's really over with the crowd, but he was yeah. acting like a heel. And you've got Paul Heyman who's a heel, and you've got Zeb Coulter who's supposed to be. A well, heel. Cesaro has already he always wins clean though. He hasn't cheated or anything. I like know. That. It's just he but, just doesn't seem to care. Yeah, yeah. Maybe he's kind of in the middle. Yeah, you know. So because of that disqualification, Cesaro was uh, or that interference with uh, mm-hmm. Paul Heyman, uh, Zeb Coulter directed a swagger. And, uh, it wasn't Cesaro was able to pull the win with a German suplex. Yep. Yep. So, you know, going into Extreme Rules, Cesaro, I think he's got the upper hand on Swagger after winning. Definitely. Yeah. We didn't see Neutralizer or Uppercut or no. Swing or anything. Yeah. It was like a lot of matches on Raw. It was uh, very, very much distraction. Mm-hmm. A, lot of, a lot of run-ins, a lot of chaos. Yeah. That's, I guess that's, you know, good build-up to the pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. Or special event. 
Yeah, whatever. I'm always going to call them pay-per-views. Yeah, that's, yeah. you know. Anyway, that's beside the point. Right, right. Uh, we had Cody Rhodes versus Alberto Del Rio. Yeah. Uh, we had taken a break uh, after commercial. We didn't. I didn't even see this match. Yeah. Uh, we came back from our break, yeah. and it was over. We yeah, came, it already started. Came and went. We didn't even know. It was another short match on Raw. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, there was, I mean, I think, they're, you know, obviously they're saving up for the, for, the, for the better matches at Extreme Rules. Yeah. But this, you know, this whole night was just a lot of run-ins, a lot of chaos. You know, I mean, it was good lead-up. So mm-hmm. we got more dissension. I guess Alberto Del Rio he attacked Cody Cody Rhodes uh, before the bell. They were going to have a match, mm-hmm. and uh, um, Alberto won. He won with the cross arm breaker. And uh, Rhodes, Cody Rhodes, and Goldust are like teasing this dissension now. Where, right. Where they're uh, are we going to see a breakup of that team? We should. I mean, Goldust. You know. Uh, not usually a tag wrestler, you know. He's we've seen some great tag matches out of him in the last six months. Yeah, with Cody Rhodes, um, sure, but yeah. like in his past career, Goldust is kind of his own character, and yeah. it's just you know I'm, I'm anxious to see him go back into singles competition. I think mm-hmm. he could he could take a belt or two. I know he's old, but he's obviously one of the one of my favorites, one of the most yeah. unique characters. Yeah, he is one of the most unique characters yeah. of all time. And so then you know we're continuing this thing with uh, Alexander Alexander Rusev, the mm-hmm. uh, the. the uh, the Bulgarian, Bulgarian brute. brute, yeah, and his his manager, that Russian woman, Lana, yeah, Lana, and uh, I he mean, faced Xavier Woods. I mean, he's just been squash match after squash match. Yeah. you know, he's just he's just it's totally one sided, just crushing opponents in the first minute or two, mm-hmm. and it's just it's just getting a little old, you know. I'm, yeah, I'm anxious to see him. Like we said last week, we're gonna need to give him something to do. He, Hopefully, he needs he a real competition after Extreme Rules. Move away from all this squash match because now he's he's had a squash match with our Truth and with Xavier Woods tag multiple team. times, not just on Raw and SmackDown, yeah. but on on NXT. On NXT, and now they're in a handicap match at Extreme Rules, and mm-hmm. I just hope that they can put up a real fight this time. Yeah, because I want to see this guy sweat a little. Hopefully, they'll you know, for all their crap they've taken, they actually pull out a win. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, you know, maybe if it's, if they make an extreme rules match, they should be able to win somehow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We had Los Matadores versus uh, Heath oh, Slater and is, Drew McIntyre. This, this is just weird. feud that that Hornswoggle and El Torito, the two uh, midgets, midget little, little people, little, little people, people wrestlers. Excuse us. They're bringing back little. They're uh, bringing back midget wrestling from yeah. like the 1960s. You know, and I mean, people just. I mean, I just don't get it. It seems I to read be somewhat over with the crowd, but I read somewhere someone said the feud that no. I think it was on Bleacher Report. It was the feud that nobody asked for. Yeah, and that's that's what it is. It doesn't make sense, like why they're even in opposition. It's, it's just these tank, these two teams. You know, obviously they're goofy. competing with each other, but. I just I just don't get the They're, appeal of the, the the midgets, you know. I yeah. mean, I guess you know they they deserve their right to get into the ring just like anybody else. Yeah, but they're, yeah. they're just they they're corny characters yeah. and they act weird and it's for the ki- it's a lot of it's for the kids. It's for the kids. It's, it's more it's, comic relief than yeah, anything. Yeah, they're gonna have a, a what they're calling a WLC match on yeah, the pre-show. Pull off of the TLC between... tables, ladders, and chairs. Mm-hmm. So it might be cool with all the weapons in the ring. You know, <laughs> I hope so. But I don't you're know. You're gonna have midgets climbing ladders now. Yeah. I mean, what's yeah. what's cornier than that? Yeah. Are yeah. they gonna be able to lift a steel chair? I mean, that's yeah. the size of a chair. He's oh the size God. of a steel chair. Probably taller. <laughs> we'll see how that turns out. I hope it's the end of that feud. Yeah. Yeah. But so after that kind of low point, kind of corny part, we we got into some pretty dark stuff. Yeah. Daniel Bryan, uh, Stephanie McMahon, who promised to publicly apologize to Daniel Bryan for him getting three tombstones yeah. uh, last week. You know, yeah. one on the on the arena floor, mm-hmm. one into the steel steps, and then one under the announce table. The guy yeah. uh, has suffered some really bad neck injuries, and we didn't even think we'd see him until the next. No, until I and rules. I said last week. I said, uh, why see him? Until why why I have him on the show next week because that his attack Kane's attack looks ineffective. Yeah, it sort and, of minimizes the injury. But, I mean, he looked real stiff. You know, he yeah. could barely turn his head. He didn't even want to get in the ring. 
But then the angle was really interesting because Stephanie McMahon, she apologized to Daniel Bryan like mm. she said she would. Yeah. But Daniel Bryan didn't accept her apology. He said, you know, I try to believe you, but I still think you're full of crap. Yeah. You know? Well, and everybody in the arena knows. Everyone in the WWE mm-hmm. knows. I mean, she does insincere, not have a history of being know. honest. No. Stephanie McMahon, one of the most conniving. He yeah. just calls up the dominant female. One of the most conniving characters in wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um. And so Stephanie, you know, they didn't believe her. And uh, so Stephanie offered uh, Brie Bella, you know, Daniel Bryan's wife was out there supporting Daniel. And she offered him, uh, she offered her a uh, a match for the, for the Divas Championship mm-hmm. against Paige. Kind of an impromptu match. Seemed a little fishy at the time. Yeah. But, you know, Brie Bella, you know, she's hungry for the belt. She got up in the ring. Mm-hmm. Uh, Paige comes out, you know, the Divas she Champion. She had a superplex on Brie Bella. That was cool. That was that was a good yeah. match. I mean, they're really bringing back the women's division. It's getting it, very know, For what they physical. let them do, yeah. I haven't seen that in a while, you know, superplex in, in, a, mm-hmm. in, a, in a Divas match. You know? yeah. I'm glad they're giving them some actual good spots to do. I mean, because they're pulling off. I mean, Paige is very tenacious. Yep. And obviously the Bella Twins have been... Pretty good in the ring as well, mm-hmm. but as so sometimes they, the it, yeah, and sometimes they, you know, they start they start out well, but then it just halts and they move on to something else. They mm-hmm. had an angle. This was all just part of an angle, really. Right. Where well, it was a ruse. It was. A it trap. was a ruse. It was yeah. a trap. Um, Kane, he was under the ring. Halfway and through he, the match, the lights go out. Right, the fire yeah. comes up, and 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 he was un- Kane was under the ring, yeah. and he he tried to drag. Uh, Brie Bella under the ring. He broke out from under the ring, tried to drag her back down to hell. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it was it was great acting all the way through. I mean, Brie was just terrified. Kane yeah. was just being Kane, just trying to grab her by the leg. So he's trying to grab her, and she's you know Daniel Bryan had no choice. You know, neck brace and all, ran to the ring, tried to save her, mm-hmm. and he was just I mean, Kane swatted him away. Wrench. Kane swatted him away like a rag doll. Like yeah. every time he shoved him out of the ring. I mean, obviously his neck is killing him. Finally broke away, hit him with a finally hit him well, with it was a hammer or some kind of yeah. metal pipe or a tool yeah. or something knocked Kane out. Kane sits up, choke slams Daniel Bryan on his bad neck. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, this is just more damage. Daniel Bryan is is going to be hurting yeah. on Sunday. We know that for a fact. Yeah, I mean, I can't imagine. Yeah, he got the neck injury, then a vicious choke slam. Mm-hmm. I think that was the whole point, you know. Yeah. I don't even know. He was just trying to attack targeting the neck, get him in the ring so that King can have have his way with him and yeah. can soften him up for extreme rules. Cause, exactly, you, know, they get you that soften him up, and you you in a lot of you know in kind of the story of a pro wrestling match in a lot of ways, you target a particular body part. Sure, and in this and in this case. Well, Kane, Kane, Kane would be ridiculous Kane not to target the neck sure, area. Sure, sure. Well, yeah. Vicious. I mean, Kane and the Undertaker always go for the neck. You know, mm-hmm. they're moving choke slam. Exactly. They, they choke him, hand chokes. Tombstone is on Tombstone the neck. Tombstone on the neck, yeah. You know, so yeah. we're going to, it's most of Kane's moves center around the neck. And yeah. so Brian going in with injured neck, I mean, I can't imagine. And he does like the diving headbutt occasionally. <sighs> you know, yeah, we'll see We'll see what happens to this match. I hope if I you know, had to predict here, I think Daniel Bryan will, will come through. Like we said, we want him to keep He's got belt. it. I mean, he's, he's only had the belt for a month, you know. Yeah, I mean, we uh, we really hope that he can make it a good reign. I mean, the whole yeah. universe wants him mm-hmm. to uh, to be the champion. I mean, obviously the the authority Triple H and Stephanie don't don't want him to have it. But Stephanie even said she's like, we did not want you to be yeah. champion. She went and yeah. apologized after the match, but they <laughs> still think she's full of crap. Yeah, you know? so yeah. we'll see what happens. Um, we'll see what happens with that. Next, we got the finals of the Intercontinental Title Tournament. Uh, Bad News Barrett against uh, Rob Van Dam. I was rooting for RVD. You know, I know Bad News Barrett's the new guy. Rob Van Dam's the old guy. It's kind of yeah. like you know, Bad News Barrett needs to get a chance. Yeah. Van Dam is a six-time Intercontinental Champion. So I mean, you know, going to this match, I was rooting for Rob Van Dam, but I figured they'd probably have Bad News Barrett win, mm-hmm. and he did. It was it was a pretty good match, though. I think. I mean, it went pretty well for a while. It, yeah, it was, it was good, good exchanges. Van Dam hit the Rolling Thunder pretty well. He botched yeah. it last week, so I'm did glad, he really? yeah. glad he was able to hit it this time. Yeah, and he's getting some good kicks. I mean, he even hit a five star frog splash. Mm-hmm. Got some good elevation, but he got the knees up. 
Hit him with the what's what's up, Brian? The bull hammer. The bull punch, hammer. Yeah. Knocked him right out and pinned yeah. him. You know. So I mean, we're gonna see from that. We're gonna see. Uh, Bad yeah, News Barrett against Big E for the Intercontinental Championship at Extreme Rules. And there was a run-in, too, with Swagger. Mm-hmm. Swagger. Swagger and Cesaro tried to interfere. And... Yeah, yeah. Both trying to interfere. Weird, because they're kind of in opposition as well. Mm-hmm. They both coming in trying, and Van Dam just cleaned house at the end. And so now... Five-star Cesaro, which uh-huh. we see that at Extreme Rules, it's all over. And uh, we might, because we're going to see uh, Cesaro versus Rob Van Dam versus uh, Jack Swagger yeah. in a triple threat match. Yeah. Uh, this was announced uh, today, Tuesday. That's going to be a good match. I'm hoping that Cesaro, we can see some Cesaro and Rob Van Dam in a, in a decent long. I match. hope they do it over. At I was some really point excited about their really match in the semifinals, match, yeah. and it, that got cut short by mm-hmm. interference. And so you know, this will be great. A know? program between those two, you know, a good program would be really cool. Yeah, they're a good match. Um, we had the main event was uh, Roman Reigns versus Randy Orton. I guess the first time they've ever. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Fought each other one on one. First time, I mean, coming off a of Shield in the five on three handicap match. You know, the, mm-hmm. on Monday before that, this is on SmackDown. On SmackDown, yeah. Well, no, on Monday before that, though, it was okay. the eleven on three. Yeah, where they just got beat down. Yep. And then on SmackDown, they had a five. They had a, another eleven on three, but they were able to in the backstage injure all the other guys. Yep. Six of the other guys, they just took them out s- systematically, and mm-hmm. even the odds a little bit. So they were able to take five guys with just three. I mean, it's pretty incredible. Yeah. But before that match. They cut a promo. Shield cut a promo. They said, you and know. And Nature Boy Ric Flair comes out. Yeah. Nature Boy. The the 16-time the World Heavyweight Champion. Mm-hmm. The greatest wrestler of all time, in my opinion. 60-minute mm-hmm. man, because they say he's fresher after 60 minutes than when he starts. Uh, the guy the guy is, is, is the master. Yeah. The ring general. Figure four. Mm-hmm. He came out and, uh, you know, he's he was the fourth member of Evolution back in 2003. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we haven't really seen him since Evolution Reformed. And he comes back out. He talks talks him up great, you know, how much he misses them and all that stuff. But mm-hmm. ended up having to give his endorsement to The Shield. Which is great. The young guys. Because that. that's Evolution, you know. Yeah. I mean, this this whole idea of Evolution coming back and still representing this, this Evolution. I mean, these guys are all old and well-established at this point. Triple H even said, The Shield are starting to look like us. Yeah, and, yeah. and they are. They're they're the next team. They're all young guys. They're all coming up. And so Flair, you know, had to had to internalize you know the concept of evolution and not mm-hmm. so much as loyalty to the the members. And you know, had to had to side with the Shield. Yeah, but and then he just left the ring. I was kind of I want yeah. to see him do a little a couple moves. I know, he's uh, old, you like know? you said last week, he's not. You know, I think he could hit a couple knife edge really. chops. We could have seen a couple chops. Uh, I guess. I don't know if he can still hit the figure four like he used uh, to, but you know, know, a couple knife edges would have been good. But uh, uh. The match was good for what it lasted, but it primarily descended into a brawl, which I thought we might see from a couple of weeks ago, a beatdown of yeah. Evolution by the it Shield. It was just but... another scene, Evolution beating on the Shield. Well, until... well, it was Evolution beating down the Shield until the Shield took the upper hand. Seth Rollins came flying off the turnbuckle mm-hmm. with a big kick. Who did he hit? He hit uh, Batista yeah. at first. And Him then... and Ambrose hit hit the other guys, hit, yeah. Andy, hit Orton and Batista. Like, Spear Triple H. Spear Triple H, you know? Yeah. It was great. It was great. Um, so we so, got to finally see the shield uh, on top, and and this is what we need to see leading into Extreme Rules. I hope that yeah. Roman Reigns and the Shield pull out the win. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, excuse me, at uh, Extreme Rules, we'll see. You know, I'm I'm looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. That'll be that'll be really interesting. Uh, we're gonna run down the the full card here. Yeah. Uh, we have uh, Daniel Bryan versus Kane in an Extreme, Extreme Rules match for the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. Yep. Shield versus Evolution. Mm-hmm. Uh, Big E versus Bad News Barrett for the Intercontinental Championship. Uh, Bray Wyatt versus John Cena in a steel, steel cage. cage. 15-foot steel cage. Mm-hmm. Wyatt's got nowhere to go. Mm-hmm. Time to time to put up or shut up. Exactly. He's been talking the talk. You know, he's got those two buddies backing him up, yep. playing the mind games. It's over now. I mean, yep. John Cena is going to go full force in that cage. Mm-hmm. And like he said, if Bray Wyatt escapes the cage, 
So does his message. Yeah. His message escapes back out into the into the cosmos and continue yep. to corrupt and influence everyone. So he's not going to let that happen. Because mm-hmm. he's Superman. He's really, <laughs> he really doesn't approve. Yeah. Uh, we're going to have Paige versus Tamina Snuka versus the WWE Divas title. Uh, we're going to have Jack Swagger versus Cesaro versus RVD in a triple threat match, mm-hmm. uh, which I hope will be really cool. Mm-hmm. I hope it'll be really, really interesting, really good match. Yeah. Uh, and we're going to have Rusev versus Xavier Woods in our truth in a handicap match. Mm-hmm. And on the pre-show, we're going to have this WLC match between El Torito and... Yeah, Gordon who knows Swaggle. how that's going to turn out. Who knows? Midget's climbing ladders. We, yeah. Midget's um, jumping off ladders. Yeah. We're going to move on here. Uh, we got some uh, news, uh, a little bit about the network. The network, uh, for all you Xbox One, Xbox One users, uh, the network is finally available there. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had said when the network launched it would be available about the summer. Uh, it's a little bit earlier than that projected well, they had, timeline. I think they had to do that because they just canceled Disc Network and DirecTV, yeah. the, which were two of the biggest we, carriers of WWE pay-per-views. Mm-hmm. Dish Network and DirecTV decided not to carry. They were saying on Raw uh, on Monday that, that don't worry, but... Dish and and uh, DirecTV are carrying carrying our pay per views. So Jerry the King Lawler is like, but never fear, you know, get it on the WWE network. Get it on and, Xbox, and uh, and now you can get it on Xbox. Yeah, and and we'll see how this plays out. Yeah, we'll see if there's enough people if they have the subscriptions. They must like know how many subscribers they have on the network, and they uh-huh. must feel pretty. Well, comfortable we do know. With this move. We do know as far as the uh, day after WrestleMania, but mm-hmm. but we've been talking about it already. Will they make that one million subscriber level mm-hmm. and just and just keep getting people to buy it mm-hmm. you know because it's like we said before it's a really interesting really cool service and and it's it's we're seeing in real t- in a lot of ways in real time this this changing of the guard as far as television distribution is concerned mm. where where you have this network that to a lot of other companies the mlb the nba the ncaa might look at it and say why don't we do that three years from now whatever look at it and say mm-hmm. how can we incorporate this into yeah. our model and uh and Conversely, the pay-per-view networks, the com- pay-per-view companies, uh, Dish, uh, DirecTV, even uh, ATT Uvers, they carry the pay-per-views. Are not carrying them anymore. Right, they're, so, not even, they're, doesn't mean they're not even pay-per-views anymore, which mm-hmm. is why they've got gotten rid of the term and now just call them special events, yeah. which is going to be a hard pill to swallow. Yeah, I, I'm going to always call hard them to refer- pay-per-views. Well, I, just like I, I'm always going to call Raw Raw's War, yeah. even though they got rid of it. Yeah. Um, so there's this shift happening, and we're going to see it unfold pretty much in real time, yeah, yeah. Um, and we'll see what happens in the next couple yeah. of years. Well, now we're going to finish up here with our featured wrestler. Um, this time we're doing a little bit of a different thing. Instead of one single wrestler, it's going to be uh, the, the, the team Shield. of the Shield. Yeah. I think it's time. They're, they're getting a big match here against uh, yeah. Triple H and Evolution, um, some of the biggest names in the business. It's time, mm-hmm. to, time to see what they're made of. Yeah. I mean, you got Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, and Dean Ambrose. Yeah, they debuted at uh, the 2012 Survivor Series, uh, interfering in the uh, main event WWE title match. Uh, CM Punk was the champion at the time. Mm. Uh, they interfered, and CM Punk retained the title. It was CM Punk, John Cena, and Ryback in a triple threat match. You just come out scary. I mean, they come, they break out through the audience. Mm-hmm. People have no idea who they are. They're all wearing these like SWAT uniforms. They're, yeah. they're mercenaries. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they, they record their promos backstage on a little handheld camera it's really mm-hmm. really kind of uh they all and they're all cut very good promos it's uh-huh. very even there's not really a mouthpiece for one of them mm-hmm. um you know obviously it didn't D- used to be that way there was more of a reliance on dean ambrose yeah, and well, Seth Rollins, dean but they're ambrose. all can they all kind of come into their own as far as promos yeah. are concerned they all yeah, can well, dean ambrose originally really was kind of the leader of the shield uh-huh. um he's sort of kind of backed off a little bit as uh, roman reigns has sort of taken taken the reins uh-huh. so to speak yeah and uh is now uh is now i'd say he's the probably the most powerful wrestler uh, on the they're all great. In the faction. You know, they're, they're all great. What bugs me a little bit is Dean Ambrose has that United States Championship, and he's always got it with him. 
He just the other day surpassed uh, Montel Ontario's point yeah, well, 343-day reign with 344, the longest reign of all time. When was the last time you defended it? Though? It's been six months. Remember. It's been six months. Honestly, I mean, I know he's a is a team he's a team wrestler and everything yeah. like that. But if he's going to take a singles belt, he's got to defend. He's got to defend. It. Give it to somebody else. Vacate it. Do something with it. Yeah. I'm just worried that they're going to have him go out an injury and then they're going to have to vacate it that way. And I don't know. see that. We'll see if he ever gets injured, yeah. but he hasn't gotten injured. So. so Roman Reigns is kind of the more powerhouse. He's spear and uh, does a lot of power moves. Mm-hmm. Um, Superman punch. Yeah. Seth Rollins is more of the high flyer. The he flips. does the curb stomp, which is really cool. He oh. just like jumps right in the middle of the air and just forces his foot yeah. down on their face. And Ambrose is sort of middle middle of the road. He's kind of just a brawler. Yeah. So it's a, it's a good mix. They of call him the lunatic fringe. Yeah. I mean, you, know, they, they, you could see that in his matches. Their, their first actual match was a uh, TLC against Ravik, Danny Bryan, and Kane. Um, mm-hmm. TLC twenty twelve. And they came out of that, which is that's a that's a tough match to win. Yeah, you know that match I mean? is great. Yeah. I watch it back. It's great. Yeah. Okay, yeah, at one point, you know, they all had a title belt. I mm-hmm. mean, these guys are ready to go. And yeah. I think they're ready to face Triple H. And, um, you know, I think uh, it's going to be a great match, and I really hope they can pull it off. Mm-hmm. They've had great experience, too. They've, uh, like we say, they've interfered in uh, CM Punk's matches. They've they've had rivalries against Team Hell No, Daniel Bryan and Kane. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've interfered uh, in Wyatt Family matches. They've faced the Wyatt Family three times uh, at a, at a Elimination Chamber 2014. match was awesome. Mm-hmm. The crowd was chanting, this is awesome, before the match even started because just the image of the two going at it was just, that's cool. Mm-hmm. You know, that's just the cool they wanted yeah. to see that. Uh, they, they are uh, currently feuding against the Authority. Originally, they were uh, bad guys, uh, but now they're now right. they uh, turned against the well, authorities. Well, they were the authorities' mercenaries, and now they're coming mm-hmm. and kind of turning turning around, turning yep. it around against them. They realize they can go off on their own. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think that's about about all the time we got left. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you know, we're excited. We'll be uh, we'll be recapping Extreme Rules next yep. week um, after, after the Sunday event, and uh, yeah, I hope the Shield can pull it out. We're really yep. rooting for them. We'll see what happens with the rest of the show, uh, the rest of the card. Uh, looking forward to the main events. I'm looking forward to the whole thing. It's it's going to be a good show. Mm-hmm. Um, again, on Facebook, Twitter, at TM Life, uh, let us know if maybe there's anything you want us to cover or talk about, mm-hmm. any featured wrestler you want us to talk about, any questions you might have, any comments. Mm-hmm. Uh, tweet at us. Go on the TM Life Facebook page. Um, let us know. Hashtag the Ringmasters if you'd like. Yeah. Um, we'd love to hear from you. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be great. And again, we are the Ringmasters, Adrian Hedden. And this is Sean Bradley. Have a good one. Thanks.